Yo, it's your boy Aguilar the Dawn, and right now you're listening to the producer podcast with my guy, Crazy Drazy from Dodge Effects. Let's get it. You already know. Hey, yo, 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 what's good, y'all? It's your man, Crazy to the Drazy Diggity Dots Effects. I'm back with another one. I'm back with another one. This is my brother from another mother. This producer, he goes by so many aliases. Let me let me get it right. He goes by, some of y'all might know him as Adolf. Some of y'all might know him as Brad Piff. Some of y'all might know him as Swagalaw Don Bishop, but I just call him my homie A. Yo, he's worked with all of the best. He's worked with me. He's worked with PMD. He's worked with Remy Ma. He's worked with Busta Rhymes, if you didn't know. Hey, yo, give it up for my brother, A, Aguilar, to yeah, the show yeah, the producers yeah, yeah. Thank podcast. Thank you for having me. Thank what you up, for having me, beloved. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, 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 I'm excited to do this. It's, you know what I mean? It's been a, been a while getting here, so yeah. I, I, I appreciate the time, man. Thank you. Thank you. You already know, man. You already know when I started this, I had a list. So you was on, you was definitely in the list. Like, yo, you already know. Me and you, we go back. So we go back to about 95, 96. So I had to get you on up. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Then, you know, the, you know, the history got to get told. So, you know what I mean? You already, let's, you let's, already let's, know. Let's get, let's get to it. So, yo, let's get to it. So, hey, me and you linked, I think, back in, I tell it as 95, but you tell it maybe a year earlier. But I tell it from when I, when I first, because we was on the same label. We was on Electra. You know yes, what I mean? And then right. we went on tour together. You had the smash hit, you know what I mean? Ghetto Girl, right? Right, 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 right. right okay. Right. So boom, we was on the road. And that's how we linked up. But you tell it that we met a year earlier. Yeah, because like, you know, I was, you know, shopping my demo at the time. And like, you know, 93, 94, when y'all came out, I was like on a circuit. And I believe one show y'all had was in Jersey City at the Boys Club, downtown Jersey City. It okay. was Ed OG and the Bulldogs. And it was y'all and a couple of other opening acts. I believe uh, Main Source was there that night too. Okay. And um, y'all came out. You know, y'all had the jackets, you know what I mean? The, the 40 below Tim's. I was like, yo, who these dudes? These dudes is ill. Yeah. And I, I heard the record, but when I got to see y'all live, I was like right there. And it was like an inspirational moment for me because I was like, yo, I want to, you know, I, I, I felt like, you know, at that moment I was getting ready to work with guys like you and mm. Edo when I, but mm. I didn't get to meet you. Y'all actually were doing, y'all actually did the show and broke out. Y'all didn't, you know what I mean? I, I think mm. I was doing like three shows, four shows a night at that time, I believe. Cause I, you know, I, I, you know, I did the homework, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah. I, I was talking to Edo G he had it. DJ named DJ Cruz. I gave them my demo and they was like, yo, we want to work with you. You know what I mean? But nothing ever came to happen about that situation. So, you mm. know, but the, the lines was there. But you know what I mean? It, it was just mm. that time I seen y'all the boys club, ah. which was crazy for me. Okay. I was like, yeah. I was like, and I was living in Jersey City because I just came home from the group home. You know what I mean? I didn't mm -hmm. have a studio. I ain't have no equipment. I was just like fresh out. Mm, mm. So, hey, so uh, let's take it back. So you from BK, right? From Brownsville. All right, cool. And a lot of a lot of people know you for some might know you from, from as Adolf Ryman and some know you from your production. So which came first for you? And what when did you when did you get into either or? Well, you know, like beginning stages of me, I was a DJ. I'm a DJ. Okay. And that, that's what I do. I, I know how to 
you know, DJ very okay. well. That's what I came up doing. You know, my godfather owned a record shop on Pickin Avenue in Rockaway with a guy named Russ and another partner called Soul Shack. It's very legendary. It's one of the mom and pop first record stores. You know, you get your mixtapes from in Brownsville and all of, you know, Big Daddy Kane, Biz Markie, um, yeah. Kane, I mean, KRS-One, I mean, Stetsasonic, all the 90s greats been there, X-Clan, mm -hmm. anybody mm -hmm. that blew up from Brooklyn that, mm -hmm. that, that, um, comes out of Brownsville, East New York, they know about Soul Shack. You know what I mean? It was a mm, very Soul legendary Shack. place. Okay. And I'm, that's, that's my family. So, okay. you know, I, you know, being from Brownsville, you know, like growing up, I used to see Red Alert in my neighborhood. And you know what I mean? He would be doing jams with another guy named DJ Swan when he was doing jams. You know, I come from that ever when he was throwing jams. Mm -hmm. And then, you know what I mean? That was like the inspiration to go hit the jam with the homies, drink a 40, smoke a blunt, you know what I mean? Pull up, mm -hmm. had that good vibe of the people there. You know, there was shootouts back then. It was crazy in the neighborhood, mm -hmm. but, mm -hmm. you know, you still enjoy the excitement of the music, the big speakers, the, the, the you know what I mean? The, 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 the makeshifting of making your own turntables and stuff like that. And, you know, he, because we, we couldn't afford technique 1200. So you had to, you know, use what you had to, you know, get where you had to go back then. And, mm -hmm. you know, luckily I had, you know, friendly neighbors that had equipment and let me okay. scratch on them. A guy named Jerome that lived next door. He showed me how to use the 1200s. The rest was history. I, and you, I, I, you took off from there. Yeah, yeah, and then you know, okay. I, then 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 Gemini would make these mixes that you could sample six seconds with, you know, okay. with the drums and the beat, and then I used to make mixtapes. That's what I wanted to do, make mixtapes, and you know what I mean. It turned into me being an MC. Okay. And, um, wind up being in a group with a couple friends that I grew up with, a guy named Top Dolly, he's one of the nicest MCs ever, and I used to make beats and beatbox for him in the uh, group. Okay. And we okay. went to talent shows in Brooklyn. Okay. And you know what I mean? We we didn't get no deal from it, but we was just young having fun. We, you know, we didn't know about getting a deal at this time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, life just kept happening for me. You know, I, I was in the streets too. And, you know, you know, didn't have that father figure, didn't have, you know, that investment because it wasn't really uh, 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 hip hop wasn't, uh, you know, for my family, it didn't come to fruition until I made the gamble with, you know, to, to, to make the, 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 uh, assessment, the go find studio time, you know, wherever I was at. And, mm -hmm. um, it was like, you know, nobody wanted to make beats for me. So this is where I I, I, I had to come in and, and figure out production. You know, being mm. out a DJ, I was like, mm -hmm. I know what beats I want because mm. I, I, I DJ and I know mm -hmm. how to make, you know, beats mm -hmm. off and, and I was doing that on mixtape. So I mm. guess, you know, time mm. progressed and, mm -hmm. and wound up, you know, getting, you know, my first equipment later mm -hmm. on, the MPC. Which, okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Which was my mm -hmm. first professional equipment with the S950. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, I made beats from there and, you know, I, I, I wound up laying on my, you know, landing, um, you know, uh, placement with, uh, Tommy boy. 
They, mm-hmm. they, they signed me at first, but how it happened was that I was unsigned hype of the Source magazine. Okay. Maddie C. Okay. And that's when I I was on the roof with Redman and Method Man. We was all freestyling, smoking blunts. Okay. You know what I mean? And, and it was on the top of the Source building, and Jonathan Sheck to see me in a cypher. Okay. So I, that, this is when, you know, I, I was transitioning, coming back out the group home, you know, didn't really have anything. And I came back to New York looking for studio time. Wound up getting crazy with it on a, a, a track with a couple of other MCs that, that you know, allowed me to come through. I think their name was Raw Breed. And then Ice-T heard me. And then okay. he was like, yo, this dude dope. And this was like Godfather Dom and Cool Keith and them people from the Bronx. You know what okay. I mean? I just mm-hmm. like I used to rhyme, I used to rhyme with Talib Kweli and Most Def before they was famous in um Washington Square Park. I used to hang out there. I would see mad rappers come through, like um Redhead Kingpin, son. You know what I mean? He would come mm-hmm. through and mm-hmm. be there chilling, like just mm-hmm. regular. I'd be like, yo, that's yo. And I used to think Redhead Kingpin was mad nice, huh? Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Like, yeah he lived the to town rock. over from me. He lived the town over from me. Yeah, I, 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 I rock with son. Like, his, yeah. I bought his albums. Like, yeah, you feel yeah. me? We so, all did, yeah. He, he, heard, he heard me rhyme. Okay. He heard me rhyme. He was like, yo, come to the studio. You know what I mean? And me and him got cool. Nothing ever happened out of that either. Because okay. I was young. I was just still, you know, trying to get, you know, get 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 familiar with what the industry was like. And he was already blown up at the time. He was doing yeah. shit with Teddy Riley and shit. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, all right, well, you know, you know, I'm going to keep it moving. I went back to the park. I met this dude. KRS one brother, ICU. Okay. I'm at ICU. ICU heard me wrong. We was all in cyphers because you know, I used to battle everybody. I ain't mm-hmm. care who it was. I'm trying to smoke. Like my name was Adolf the Assassin at that time. Okay. <laughs> so we was like competitors in that park. You know, Supernatural will tell you, most ever tell you, Talib will tell you. There's so many MCs, the Bush babies, they was all there. You know, let me just know. ask. Let me just ask you, hey, when you're doing all of this and you killing, killing MCs left and right, how come you're not uh, shopping your beats to them at the same time? Because I know you more. I knew you more as an MC. So why why do you take that angle? Well, when I was making the beats, because I wasn't, I didn't have my equipment at that time. When I was at the, like I said, I just came back home and I was just getting familiar with the New York scene again. Okay. I was, and, and, and then I wind up meeting a guy named Bobby Crawford, R.I.P. Bobby Crawford worked with Tim Dog. I used to okay. use his studio. Mm-hmm. I walked, and it was on Bond Street and Broadway. And that's where I started working on more production because I was getting familiar with the NPC. I was getting familiar with the NPC 60. And mm-hmm. it was just a, a, a trigger. You know, okay. a drum machine trigger didn't filter and didn't do none of the, you know, super effects that you have today. So I had to, you know, learn the 950. And I didn't go to school for none of this. It was just, you know, nobody stuff that does. I, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I, stuff that I felt that I, mm-hmm. I, I knew I could apply to making beats because I knew I knew the sound, you know what I mean? And I I, I just felt like if I could get to know how to use these 
equipment on my own and had to have a lot of people teaching me. It was a long time before I, you know, got to learn what MIDI was, got to learn what was, you know, triggering, you know, certain, you know, uh, sounds and how to filter, how to EQ, all that was a high mm. science. I didn't mm -hmm. know what, how I was dealing with high science back mm. then. You know what I'm saying? You're already. So let's jump to 95 then. Okay. So by 95, you, you get your, you have your deal. Right with Electra, and you produce your before joint. that was Tommy Boy first. Right, right. But then I want to jump to when me and you kind of link up because that's when you kind of come on the, the scene, quote unquote. You got your deal. You doing the beat for your joint, you know. So take me up into there. So how do you come across producing the Ghetto Girl joint, and how does that get you in the building? What got you in the building? Well, how that came about was uh, I wound up meeting a guy in Queens named Greg, DJ Greg. He, he was a guy that worked at New Tribe with Fred Joe and Sticky. They mm -hmm. worked at a barbershop mm -hmm. all together before Onyx blew up. They used to mm -hmm. work at a barbershop off Jamaica Avenue. Mm -hmm. So he wound up linking, you know, he, we were cool. I didn't know who Onyx was, but he heard me rhyming because he was a DJ. He was like, yo, I think you need to link up with these cats from Queens right now. I'm going to make this shit happen. You, mm. These dudes blowing up. You, mm. Your sound and they sound go kind of together. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So he picked up the phone, called Fred Joe, say, y'all got this dude I want you to meet. I'm going to bring him through. And this is when Fred Joe Starr lived off Merritt Boulevard, but they was all in the same crib, Sticky and Fred, cousins. Mm -hmm. So they lived in the same crib. Mm -hmm. So I came over there, you know, and um played my shit. He was like, yo, like hard, oh, like yo, I we have him around, whatever, mm -hmm. whatever. And then mm -hmm. one thing led to another. He put me on the road with them. I went on tour with them, and then you know things opened up for me, kind of from deal not working out mm -hmm. at uh, Tommy Boy. I was on a I was on a road with Onyx as a roadie. Okay. Okay. So, but then that turned into me opening up, and you know getting on stage with them with the beat machine. You know, if you've been to Onyx shows, I was a dude on stage next to DJ Flamboyant on the beat machines doing the beats live for Onyx. Whoa. You know what I'm saying? Well, I know so, that. Yeah, yeah. Mm, okay. You know, I, and then, you know, they, they took me all over the world. So I'm forever grateful for that experience. You know what I mean? I, mm -hmm. You know, it gave me that road experience with Onyx and Run DMC. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that from that, you know, um, Run was like one day I when we off the road back in Queens in Jamaica I had Jam Master J Studio of Jamaica, you know what I mean? On Parsons, we like, you know, cooking up for the next album. But they used to give me time on the side to do my thing, you know what I mean? Do my little demos and all that. Okay. So one day Run walk in the run walk in the studio and you know I'm doing my demo. He's like, yo, what the fuck is that? Mm. And it was a song called Somebody's Faking Moves. And I was making a beat. I just laid a verse. You know what I mean? I ain't really, I just laid the verse. And then um, Run was like, yo, um, yo, what's up? What y'all doing with the nigga? He's hot. Right. Let's get this nigga a deal. You know what I mean? But, you know, they, you know, Run couldn't really step in because he wasn't my manager. You know, okay. Fred was, you know, really man in the whole management situation. Okay. So, you know, things basically wound up me being like, um, I wound up getting to it. You know what I mean? I wound up shopping my demo when I was at DS Crib. I made Ghetto Girl. 
in his grand in his mother's basement. God bless the dead. Mm. I made um his uh, that song Ghetto Girl in his, in the basement on the MP in the nine fifty because because what happened was uh, uh Sylvia Rome. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She heard me. She was like, yo, get this man a demo deal immediately. See what he could do. I went back to the crib. Soon as she said, yo, you, you know what I mean? You know, and then um, she was like, yo, I'm going to get you studio time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Whatever, whatever. I went in that last, did three songs. One of them songs was Ghetto Girl. Mm-hmm. She was like, immediately put this out. Like, this is a hit. And you know mm-hmm. that. Were you trying to make, were you trying to make something commercial like that? Or you was just wilding in the studio? I just knew. I knew what I had to do when you're dealing with a, a record label, when you're dealing with okay. labels, and you did, okay. I, 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 I couldn't be underground because I knew gotcha. they wanted to market me. When yeah. you get, when you, when you street, you know, it's one thing, you know, when you want to start hyping the source, it's one thing, you know, but then there's levels to this, you know there's what I mean? Levels, you're already, I, I, I lo- you, yeah. you, you, you get you, you got people putting up half a million dollars behind you. You mm-hmm. better deliver them something they can market and promote because you you you, you playing with you playing with investment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and you, they want to make their money back. And I didn't realize it at the time. But, you know, you got to be able to, you know, what I mean, understand, you know, the boat you're getting in. If you, yeah. You know, yeah. You know, and, and yeah. what they expect of you, what, what these corporations expect. And I, you know, I was young, you know. Yeah, we all were. <laughs> yeah, we all were. <laughs> so with, with the Ghetto Girl joint, I know it, it had a crazy, um, that's you want to hit Ghetto Girl. And it was a, another sample that you flipped though, right? Yeah, it was Can't High Love um, by um, John Trapia. And okay. it was a remake of, uh, a remake of Earth, Wind & Fire's Can't High Love. So, hey, those other two joints that you did in the, in the in the demo with Ghetto Girl, what what two songs were those? And did they make the album? Somebody's Faking Moves, which made the first Adolf album, um, mm. which is called Wrap Your Lips Around This. And um, the other song, uh, I believe, uh, was, uh, um, I don't remember. Uh, I, 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 I think it was called I'm Not Your Favorite Rapper. And yeah, those three songs I did, I did at a Chunk King when uh, mm. Sylvia Rome granted me the time for my demo, and then she heard Ghetto Girl wind up immediately giving me, you know, half a mil. So I, 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 I appreciate that moment in my life because it all started from me um, producing Champ MC. Okay, okay. What year are we talking? This is the uh uh. Six months prior to me signing to East West, I did a song for Champ MC called Do You Know My Style? It was a mm. remix. Mm. And I jumped on it with it. I produced it and jumped on it. And that was my first $10,000 check. I was happy as you don't even know, man. Like, mm. I, a kid mm. from the ghetto, when you get $10,000. Yeah, $10, yeah you already. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yo, uh, uh, you know, God looking out for you. <laughs> you already, you already. So look, so boom. So and do you do the whole? You the the album never comes out though, but on uh, Electra. But I know me and you, me and this man right here, we hit the road. We was doing shows, shows. We was touring. This is ninety five, ninety six. So that's when I you we I would come to your room. You'd come to my room. You'd play me beats. So that's how I started understanding. Like yo, this dude is more than an MC. He's actually a dangerous producer. 
You know, that's how I kind of clicked on to you when we was on the road. And then we, we get off the road in around 96, maybe 97. And then you start, we link up, right? And then um, I think the first thing We're you on did- on the road. I'm on the uh -huh. road with Buster. And you guys are on tour, on your own tour. We like connect and road on the East Coast. We were coming down from New York. It started from New York. We went on tour. Because okay. we did L-Style Live. Remember, we okay. did L-Style Live. That was 9-5. Okay. And we went on the road to promote that whole Electra thing, you know, that whole big thing they were doing in 9-5 was like a big Electra promotion for all the artists. Okay. Okay. So we get off the road and then you somehow through, I guess, hanging with us, you linked up with Parish PMD, and then you started working on business as business. Well, that was through you because you guys came on, you guys heard that beat. You guys heard Rough, Rugged, and Raw. I remember this. People don't know you did P's single, Rough, Rugged, and Raw. We all in the video. Shit is crazy. Go. So mm. I think you and you and Scoob came on, on the bus when I had the MP hooked up and y'all heard the beat. And mm. I bought it on P bus, on y'all mm. bus. Mm. And then y'all, I played it for P, I think, you know what I mean? And he was like, yo, I want that. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Mm. And, um, you know, history was made right then and there. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, I think that's how it was like, yo, you know, y'all brought me in, you know? And we started working a lot together. And that turned into me doing Parrish's sing, um, single. And he wound up getting a deal with Relativity mm. for like a million. Mm. And I, I wound up like helping produce that album and then mm -hmm. you know working on the next two epmd albums as well the out of business and back of business so it was building my i, I appreciate the epmd um the books because it was like the, you know i it was like i i ain't see it coming and it was like mm -hmm. oh it goes <laughs> mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. life life changes man and I, I was like man i gotta get on i gotta get on that level now this is a higher level when you're dealing with his squad it's a higher level what joints did you do for the uh back to back in business joint? Um, well, the back in business, I believe I did a um Dungeon Master featuring mm. Nocturnal. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I did mm. that beat. Mm. Mm. And then I, um I, out of business, I did um check one two, and um I rhymed on um who got shot. Mm. 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 I I all I can say a is. You one of the fastest beat makers I ever been around. Cause I mean, you we we, we spent time because you worked on our generation effects album. That's a 98, but I'm gonna get to that. But what I just want to say is, yo, hey, you I've seen you make a beat in like three minutes, bro. And that's not even counting, and that's counting turning on the machine. I used to be like, yo, hey, make me a beat. Three minutes later, this dude is making heat. Heat, I, I just got to let you know, one of the fastest beat makers, you know what I'm saying? I just remember you like this, banging your head like this. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, this dude is dangerous right here. So after after the after the PMD, EPMD, um, I think that's when you um, you start, because we, we linked up at 97 on the, I mean, 98 on the Generation Effects album, right? Yes, we did. And what came before that? But That's when you Buster, Buster. You was working with yeah. You was working. You got yeah. You I was working with Buster. Buster Rhymes on When okay. Disaster Strikes. Okay, because that's a year before the Generation of yeah, Face Joint. Tell me how you linked up. Album. Tell me how you linked up with Bus. But that's my man from way back. Okay. Yeah, Trevor. I know okay. him. We like like like. Look, me Spliff. I when I was 
this back in the 90s when I used to run around New York, man, I used to run around to every club, you heard? Like, I used to be like a club kid, you heard? I used to dance and graffiti and all that, you know what I mean? And I used to run in the bus in them, and I, I used to run in the Scythe, I used to see tip, Q-Tip and, and, and Fife and, and Leaders. You know, mm. I know Dinko mad years, so, you know what I mean? Like, um, Dinko was just at my crib not too long ago, did a joint here, you know what I mean? Like, we mm. all go back on some, like, hip-hop, real hip-hop before, like, I mean, when they were Leaders, they were doing them, but I used to run in the um, Tadat and everybody, you know, at clubs like Wetlands and Kilimanjaro. So I was out there, you know what I mean? I, I was out there. I wasn't on, but yeah, yeah. I was out there, I'm, you know what I mean? We, yeah, we, yeah. We, 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 we was battling anybody, like like people know, you know what I mean? The, the legends know, you know what I mean? Like they, they, they used to see me. And the joint you did on Buster's album was the what? Things We Do For Money? Yes, part okay. two with, featuring Anthony Hamilton. Ah, okay. And, okay. And, you know, I used to send, you know, Bus got mad beats of mine on mm. on that tape. Mm. So mm. like, mm. you know, I used to make beats with Bus at his crib. You know what I mean? Mm. When, mm. when you know, I, I I was a nerd into making beats at one point in my. I still am. I'm a beat nerd. Like yeah, like, yeah. Like I, I don't care what machine it is. I want to learn it. I want to learn how to use it. I'm gonna yeah. figure something. I'm gonna. You know what I mean? Like I'll figure it out. I, you know, if, even if I don't got equipment, I'm, 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 I'm a walking, I'm a walking beat machine myself because I think because I sleep eating. Mm -hmm. So I'll mm -hmm. be like, one time, you know, I wake up, I'll be like, yo, I hear something. I may be watching a movie on Netflix or something. You know what I mean? And then, I yeah, I, I see, I see you work. Then on top of my mind, I'll be like, yo, what that sound will go with? You know, I'm. how can I change that? How can I mold it? You know, yeah. I'm in the molding. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm trying to mold sounds now, like, and morph things, you know, just, but still keep it rugged and, and, and take it to another level. And that's, and that leads me to the same around time you linked up with Mob Deep and then uh, you did their joint, True Lies, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was um, me and Maddie C um, together. Me and Maddie did that together. Um, uh -huh. um, he had the 1200 and, mm -hmm. you know, the drums is from the 12. The sample um, is a piano and the bass line is from the tone from the 950. So it got that raw sound. Because mm -hmm. the 950, we used to use the, get the bass and, and use the tone from the 950 to get that do, 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 mm. you know, like that, that, that real, um, factory bass from the 950. Mm -hmm. What were you work? So at this time you work with, and I'm just leading up to our joint, but so you worked with Mob Deep, Buster, this is 96, 97. What's the difference in working with them? How was it being in the studio with, for say, like Bus? Well, Bus more animated, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, the mob more calm collective, you know what I mean? They more mm -hmm. calm collective, you know, they, they, they wild, but you know, this is a different vibe. This Queens, mm -hmm. you know, Queens vibe is a little different than Brooklyn vibe. I would say mm -hmm. that, but artistry wise, mm -hmm. um, Buster, um, you know, but Buster's always working, you know what I mean? He's always like trying to um anticipate, you know, uh, 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 yeah. and, and I, I, you know, I've seen that in the studio with him when, you know, 
you know, he'll have a session, you know, he'll be in the studio. He lives in it. You know, he's mm -hmm. a studio rat. So mm -hmm. he lives, he lives in the studio. And then, you know, I, I've seen moments that, you know, like, like I met Rudy Ray Moore, you know what I mean? One day, like, just, you know, like he was doing the intro for bus. Mm. On, on, I think because Bus was records a lot of Bus got albums and albums and albums that he dropped. Yeah, he got a reggae album he ain't dropped yet. He got bad shit. Is but, he a one take type of dude or is yeah, he? he yeah. yeah, you know nowadays. Last time I was with him recently, he just sit in the studio, got the mic in front of him. He sit in the chair. He got his drink. You know. You know, his studio kit, yeah, whatever he yeah, got, and then yeah. just, you know, got to to tell the engineer, bring it back with it, you know. Mm. Yeah, he, and mm. then when he record, he, you know, he don't go in the booth no more. He just tell everybody, yo, sit in the um, lounge and uh, wait till I finish. I, I, I. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So, and we were all on the same label around that time too, in, in terms of us and Bus and you. So 98 rolls around, it's time for us to do generation effects, right? So right. I reach out to you and you come to the crib, you bring all your stuff, you basically set up in the crib. It's like, it's a work play mansion crib. We got the pool, we got the basketball court. It's a whole lot of stuff going on. You waking up six, seven in the morning, I'm coming down, I'm seeing you working on beats. You know what I'm saying? So tell me about that time. Tell me about, cause a lot of people don't know before I get into it, it was uh, 98 generation effects. And you did, somebody told me you did raw breed. You did the title track, um, generation effects. You did new stuff, you did change. And I want to tell you too, Adolf. We went, uh, we went, we went to some country, and um, big festival, man, big crazy festival, big crazy festival, and some of the fans holding up change. You understand? So yeah, we had to perform that record, change. That's a big record over in Europe. Oh yeah, yeah. You, know you, got, yeah. you got video on that? <laughs> of course, I got, I got footage. Of, I, mean, I got pictures. Okay, of it. yeah, I would love yeah, to I see that. I can send you the picture. Yeah, that's crazy. And um. Tell me, tell me about that process for you. How was that working on that album with Man, us? Man, working with y'all was a dream come true to me. Cause it was like, y'all was at the pinnacle top tier of hip hop at that moment. And I, I was like, yeah, like, and I knew Hit Squad was going through changes at that time with, yeah. with, 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 you know, what was happening with P and E. Mm -hmm. And for them to get back together after that was just a, a blessing, you know, and, and to be part of that, you know, I, I you know, I, 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 I don't know. It's some things are unexplainable where you, you know, you look at situations and you never know what's going to happen for your life. But, you know, the work, I, I believe in, you know, putting in the hard work and the dedication and allowing myself to get to that level and at that time, you know, the sound, you know, I, you know, I, I, I understood where y'all was at, but then adding my sound to y'all sound, I think, you know, made it more of a, um, made it more of us like, you know, getting that new sound out. And it was mm -hmm. like, we were, we were all teaming up, you know, your ideas, you know, and my ideas together. And we we put those things together, man, and we made history. You know, I I look at it like you know people gonna look at that for years, years and years to come. Mm -hmm. You know, when they look at the whole uh, discography, when they look at everything. But you know, I was just trying to grind. You know, when when mm -hmm. 
when when you ain't really got much, you you gonna do something with what you have. You know, most producers got mad records in their crib. I don't lost crates and crates and crates. I wish I could still have. You know what I mean? And you know, I, I had pitfalls as a producer. I lost studios. I, I you know, I lost equipment. You know, my mm-hmm. studio got robbed. You know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know that, and I don't even know how I'm still standing these days. You know, what I, I mean? just but remember that. But, you know, I, I felt that time, you know, was a blessing, you know what I mean? For me to be there at that moment around mad plaques like you got in the background. And mm. I, I just look at those for inspiration. I was like, yeah, I got to make some heat. Mm. And, I, you know, I think, you know, just, you know, y'all, y'all, you know, just hip hop in general make you want to go hard if, you know, you know, you know, where it comes from, the soul of it, you know what I mean? And when you put that in the beat, you put that in the music, you, you, you know what I mean? You're going you know, and you mix it right. <laughs> if it was up to me, A, you would have done that whole Generation Effects album because I knew what it was. That's why I, I know was it's like, politics. Yeah, it was politics. But we had, we probably do got other joints we did that you probably don't even know you got I got joints around. right now. I got yeah. like, I got joints me and PMV freestyling. Nobody got right now. My yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because what people don't understand is you one of them dudes, if we say, yo, hey, it's one o'clock. Can we get a beat by 115? We got two beats by 115. He wanted these type of producers and they are bangers. Right, you know what right, I'm saying? Yeah. So, we, yeah. We ain't, I ain't giving nothing whack to the dogs. We ain't giving nothing whack to the dogs. That's a fact. <laughs> we ain't so giving nothing at- whack out, period. So that's your album. For me, that's the Adolf album. For those of y'all who don't know, this man is basically, we we put the album in your hands. Like he said, it was just label politics that he didn't do the whole album. You know what I'm saying? But Raw Breed, you rhyming on Somebody Told Me. You wrote the hook to Somebody Told Me. You know what I mean? We right. was going through, that, the industry was going through craziness at the time. So you, you some, yeah. Somebody told me that this rap shit was fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> Learn to smoke mad weed and cop big guns. Yeah. That's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was the album. That so, was a hard one. I love that joint. That's yeah, I love that joint. I love that joint, man. For me, that's the Adolf album. That's what I call it. So so we do that album, right? A and we put it out. You go off. I just know you was in my life. And then boom, you was out my life. And next time you come up, I think I see you working with um, is it um you working with um group home and you working with guru you know you're doing the jazzamatazz ball head slick you're doing all this stuff so t- talk talk to me about the guru experience well you know i know preem and guru you know they you know they you know like i said i'll be in brooklyn and and you know me and, and, and little dad know each other you know from way back in the days you know what i mean like mm. when Queen Latifah used to throw parties at the puck building I used to, like I said, I used to run in a lot of cats running around partying. Mm-hmm. So anyway, you know, um, yeah, me and me and dad, you know, um, we know mutual friends. So okay. we wound up like one day linking up uh Havoc, you know, that too. Havoc gave that this ASR and and that may know how to use the ASR. He called me like, yo, can you help me out use it? Because I, I know the ASR 10. And, and I, I, I used to work on it at Prodigy Grandmother House, God bless. So, you know what I mean? I, like I said, I know Havoc and P too. You know what I mean? From, mm-hmm. you know, like early days. So mm-hmm. 
I, I, then we, st- you know, uh, then we start working on, um, you know, uh, group home second album. Second album, a tear, for, a tear, for, uh, tear for, the for, for the ghetto. Yeah, yeah. we started working mm-hmm. on that, like you know. And this mean? is ninety nine. This, but yeah, also don't know I, this is around ninety nine. I just 99. wound up being, I just wound up being like, you know, the guy that, you know, what I mean, I was like, you know, I was like, uh, I was like, I, 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 I put it to you like this. I feel like my career as a producer and as an MC is similar to a basketball player. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, you know, um, the, you know, got good skills, mm-hmm. might not stay on the team for like, you know what I mean? Two, three years <laughs> and then go to another team, help this other team out. I, I just love basketball. You know what You're I mean? You're a journeyman. You're a journeyman. You're a journeyman. Yeah, yeah, I'm a journeyman. Yeah, you definitely yeah. are, eh? I can, you know, give, I can get y'all to the championship. I you, got you, championships you, under the belt. Yeah, yeah. I can help y'all get to the chip. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Vince you Carter, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Vince yeah, Carter, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So you do, you end up doing um, Run For Your Life. That's for the group home album, right? Right. And, and before, and how was it working with them? Those are my guys too. Yeah, I mean, overall, man, you know that, man. You know, he he's a unique individual when it comes to, finding beats and, and, and you know how, how he finds his flow okay and, you know how, how 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 he winds up you know picking something in the okay. sample he had he you know like he he really into like you know things that match his voice you know what i mean okay. it has to match and, and the drums gotta match it just all gotta match him and um we were able to do that and and, and get and get that rock and that for you know that album i you know, I still don't know how it wound up being an album because he came to me like, yo, I want you to hear this. And he played me 12 o'clock Brooklyn. And when mm. I heard that, I was like, yo, that shit hot. Mm. You know what I mean? And then they, mm. I, you, know, they you know, they pressed the single and you know, they pressed the 12 inch for, for 12 o'clock Brooklyn through uh, um, Will Sokolow. And then, um, Will was like, yo, why don't you work with him? And Will was, you know, one of my homies too. So he was like, all right, yo, you know, let's work it. Fuck it. And we did that album and, you know, about a month, two months, came with that shit. I, I, I love that album. That album is like really, really slept on to me. If people ain't heard that second group home album, they need yeah. to check it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And then in that same year, then you linked up with Alchemist, another producer, and then you do the underground classy joint Cookie Monster. What is it, Cookie Monster? Yeah, Cookie well, Cookie Monster, yeah, was a record that, you know, what we we I, I used to flip flows. Okay. Like when I'll freestyle, I like I would change my voice. You know, if I'm in the zone and I'm freestyling, I might you know, going animated mode and then, you know what I mean? Like, I, I did that on the roof with Redman and Met the Man and niggas like, yo, this nigga, ew. It's crazy, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, Jonathan Schechter wound up coming to me, was like, yo, um, yo, um, I wanna, yo, remember that shit you did on the roof at the social, yo, won't you make a record like that? I wanna put out something like that. And then Jonathan came to me, I was like, all right, well, I, you know, I, he's like, Get with Alchemist. And I knew Alchemist because Alchemist also worked on Tear for the Ghetto. Okay. And we were working together on that as well. All okay. of us was in the studio. So okay. we wound up working on that too. So me and Al wound up working on other shit too after mm. that. Mm. <laughs> 
it's just crazy how, how domino effects happen for people. But I mean, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, it was a domino effect for me because I was putting out a lot of good material. People, hip hop was loving the shit. Um, you know, there's mm-hmm. so many, you know, even the features, you know what I mean, that I was doing at that time, you know what I mean, was surprising a lot of people about, you know, if I could rhyme or not and, you know, be at a superstar level. And I, I was yeah. just like, well, you know, I mean, shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a, I'm I'm gonna show up. You you get you let you tell me to show up to the studio. I'm gonna make sure my shit hot. When I lay it, it's gonna be fire. I don't even wait. You know what I mean? That's I need to just doing. let people know though, if they don't know the Cookie uh, Monster joint, go listen to it. It's one of the um most creative rhymes I've heard. You know, in a while, it was just it was smart. It was a smart. Yeah, I got it was another rhyme called the Robot Man. You need to check out. That okay. Shit gonna okay. Fuck you up if you never oh, yeah. heard the Robot Man. Okay. By Did Aguilar. you? Okay. It's not out. I don't know if it's out. Like, you know, I, I took it off the net, but I'll send it to you. You know what I mean? This shit will fuck you up because it, it, it's, you know, I rhyme with con- conceptual shit, you know, like, I you know, I like, you know, I, I like going to different levels, you know, and, and not being in you know, one box. Yeah, you know, yeah, artist, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I mean, some people like to just stay in the same box i i, I like to you know um experiment you already know that same thing here that's why we stopped doing the eggity and people wanted us to keep doing it it's not it's, it's if you're a true artist that's what you do you always change up you feel me so yes sir yeah yeah we all we all do that you know oh, what i'm saying so 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 then that's about 99 and 2000 2001 that's when you link up after that you link up with god rest the that's guru right god bless the yeah, dead yeah. guru guru me and guru we basically had a friendship, we wound up like, you know, linking up. Um, he was doing Ballhead Slick at the time right. and invited me to the studio a lot. And um, we wound up doing, um, you know- Roland, um, the Roland Dolo. Roland Dolo. And I also mm-hmm. um, jumped on um, uh, another song that he did, um, Lights Out. Okay. And it was produced by Master Ace. And um, I wrote the chorus for that. Okay. And um, and I jumped and I rhymed on that, but that was also used for the last Gangstar album. Mm. The last Gangstar album that was released, but Premiere re- um, remixed it. And um, but I did work with um, Guru. I did uh, also did um on a jazz Yeah, yeah. It was called um, um mashing up the earth Mash- featuring Junior Reed, Junior Reed. Yeah, mashing and up the world. And that was like when I knew I was going on a different level as far as production because I had it was a reggae inspired track with jazz, with the jazz feeling. I sampled that from mm-hmm. a movie called Better Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. From uh, you know, it was, I don't know if you are going um um, Child Young Fat and um, you know uh, the guy who made Rush Hour, the director. Well. You know, um, I forgot his name, but yeah, he's a big director. But you know, I like soundtracks, so I got that from a better tomorrow mm-hmm. soundtrack. Sampled that, Guru loved it. Mm-hmm. Prodigal Son jumped on it from Wu Tang, and um, yeah, Junior Reed on the hook, and it was on Jazz So I'm great to be a part of that project because Guru's no longer here with us. He's mm-hmm. a celebrated figure in hip hop, you know, and that was mm-hmm. my man. I, you know, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. 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 
I know working with you is definitely because I know you said about, you know, uh, you wrote the hook and, and, and shit like that. Working with A is really one of those collaborative efforts, you know. But being a producer, being a producer is not just being a, a beat maker. It's also producing a song, mm -hmm. producing the hook, mm -hmm. making sure the, the, the bars are, uh, mm -hmm. you know, making sure the, the artist spitting everything on time, mm -hmm. making sure the words are sounding clear, making mm -hmm. sure his, you know, the, the, the art sounding correct to the music and, and directing it. You know, it takes a lot to make a great song. I mean, you know, you, you know, I'm working, I'm still working on a song for the last two weeks. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you know, you want to get, you want to change your life. You got to put that work into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it yeah. Takes that. That's know? good for the, that's good for the young guys to hear producers. Cause a lot of them, they just do the beat, send it off or sit behind the board and they're not really interested in, they're not really a part of, you know, the whole making of the song. The process, you know? so it's a process. It's a process, it's you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, Hey, 2000 rolls around. I'm trying to go year by year, follow your moves, and then boom, you link up with another great one. You link up with Pun. Right. Well, that was through, uh, you know, Tony Touch. There was an album right here that I have called uh, The Peacemaker. Okay. Okay. I mean, Tony Touch, uh, The Peacemaker, it was on mm. Tommy Boy. Mm. Um, and um, I did, uh, I did, uh, yeah, it was called the foundation. You did the yeah, the foundation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with big pun featuring mm -hmm. um Sun Kiss. And um yeah, um um another guy, yeah, yeah. I believe um where's that song at? Yeah, yeah, and Reef Hustle. Mm -hmm. And then um I did Class of 87 featuring Big Daddy Kane, Coogee Rap, mm -hmm. and KRS one. Big records, bro. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. I, 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 um, you know, thank Tony Touch. He, you know, I had some memorable moments, man, in that session doing that album because it was like all nothing but greats, positive K, gurus mm -hmm. in there. Mm -hmm. People, like, we all in there at the same time. And I'm mm -hmm. the youngest cat in there. I, I got footage of it. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, we need that, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah I got, I, 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 yeah, actually, Tony Touch has a series where he has it on his uh, YouTube. His uh, epi it's his episodes on Tony Touch's YouTube that he has the uh, footages of him making Peacemaker and stuff like that. Uh, now, now, help me with my memory. Is it pun? Is it um, packing a mac in the back of the act pun at this time? It is middle middle little Italy. She didn't do little Italy. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. But Whoa. pun, but pun, so you... but pun, but pun um, was uh, going through a lot at this time when we did this. Ah, oh, okay. Okay. This is like his second album. Mm, okay. And he, like during his second album, he was going through weight. Weight, mm. uh, he had um weight issues. He was trying mm. to get weight loss and all that, you know what I mean, mm. before he passed, because he was overweight. And um it was because of his accident, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so he mm -hmm. had he had to, you know, do do all that. And um mm. we 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 bought the studio to his house. Mm. You know what I mean? Because he Talk couldn't me. move. He could not Talk move. Okay. He mm -hmm. could not move at the time. God bless him. You know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. But he was still happy, still cheerful. You know what I'm saying? Still like, mm -hmm. you know, making people laugh as he is. You know, he loves to make people laugh. He just joke all the time and play yeah. practical jokes. That's who Pun was. But, you know, um, we recorded that. 
on a mini uh on a mini digital recorder with the beats two track and um we we took it to the studio and um it wound up on the album but that's the last time I seen him you mm. know what I mean I didn't mm. see him after that mm. and um yeah that, you know it was just good to be a part of you know get you know to get that done you know what I mean with because yeah. he wanted to sign me and um we didn't get I to that you know we didn't get to do it because he he passed on so you know um you know, shout to, you know, his whole family and everybody, Lisa and everybody like that. You know what I'm saying? They ain't the good people. Yeah, yeah. Now, everybody who heard you either bake a beat or rhyme, A, wanted to sign you. I, I damn near wanted to sign you. You already know, you know, so. And you already, and you was working and on that album, you worked with Chris, one of the greats, which I worked with too, Karis one. You know, I, we do represent the real with him and all I remember him is him in the studio going crazy and I'm sitting there with my pad like yo this is crazy I'm in here with the god you understand so how was it working with Chris well that session was a magical session hmm. because uh Kane came in there you know Karis wasn't there yet Kane goes first and okay. then G-Rap was there and then um Kane walks in the room. I mean, KRS, you know, everybody, Kane laid his verse. Then G Rap laid his verse. He's like, oh shit. Like, Kane just killed it. Like, mm. then G Rap coming. We like, oh shit. G Rap mm. on this game. We like, what's going to happen next? Mm. So then Chris comes in, like, oh shit. Like, and then this just becomes like the, 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 it was trifecta right there. And then, like, they, you know, Chris goes in the booth and didn't even write him, just freestyled it. Mm. I witnessed it. Chris mm. is a magic. Chris is mm. magical. Mm -hmm. Something and if, about Carrie, yeah, he's magical. Like, and for those of y'all, for those of y'all who don't know, this joint is called Class of 87. So you got to check it out. You know what I'm saying? So tell me about that beat, eh? Well, you know, I was making beats every day at that time. And I was, you know, Tony, it was just another baby. one. <laughs> yeah, Tony told me, you know, come to the studio with your beats. And we was in the DD. &D. We did all this in DD. &D, mm. You know? Mm, mm, the legendary mm. D, D studio. So we in there, you know, Tony, you know, got uh, you know, the engineer. You know, he, you know, he like, you know, making sure that, you know, I, I got my own area. Cause it's mm -hmm. a small area, not too big in there where you can sit down and, you know, set up without, you know, people disturbing you and you want to cook. So I was cooking up in there constantly in that mm -hmm. room. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I was just mm -hmm. cooking up shit. Cause I, I, I like hearing my shit loud, yeah. you, know, I hear, you know, just, and then they heard that beat. It was like, what the fuck is this? Mm -hmm. And I was just taking it to another level. I was like, yo, this, that shit. Mm -hmm. He was like, this class, and then Tony was like, this class 87 mm -hmm. right here. And then they came and, you know, and, and laid that shit, man. Like, it was nothing. It was just like watching a legendary moment, you know what I mean? It was like, how to having a private show for me? Like, you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Over right, my beat. Right. Like a private show over my beat to have all right. three legends over my production. I'm like, bro, nobody's here to watch this? this <laughs> me, Tony? Yeah. Them three. Me, yeah. Tony, and the engineer. Yeah. Crazy. Nobody else was like six history, dudes. and it's it's history being made. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so listen, so two thousand five rolls around, right? You doing stuff, you doing stuff. Then you link up with another legend, another one of my favorites. You link up with the infamous 
Sean Price, God rest the dead again, and you do a joint with him on Monkey Bars. Right. Right? Right? Talk well, to it me. wasn't on Monkey Bars. It was on, it was my song at first. Okay. Because it wound up on Grand Theft Auto. I was it's Aguilar featuring Sean Price rising to the top. Okay. I put that. I put that on Grand Theft Auto. That's listed as Aguilar featuring Sean Price. When you play Grand Theft Auto 3, you hear you hear Stretch Armstrong saying Aguilar featuring Sean Price. Because mm. Stretch Armstrong came to me and said, yo, um, I, I want you to do a joint for Grand Theft Auto. Ah. So I was like, all right. I'm happy as hell. I ain't know yeah. I ain't play the game. Yeah. So right. I I know what I was doing. I just made a joint. I was like, uh-huh. and I was working with Sean at the time because he asked me to give him beats. So I was like, okay. all right, you know what I mean? Because he needed beats, you know, to do his joint. So I wound up getting him to the studio, and we did that song, and I wound up submitting that song mm. to Stretch, and it wound mm. up on Grand Theft Auto. Three. Which wound what- up. Mm-hmm. Three, right? The, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which it, sold 17 million copies, probably 18 now, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Big. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people mm-hmm. know that song, Rise mm-hmm. to the Top. Yeah. So I wound up on Sean Price album. I let him use it. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, you want to use it for the album? Go ahead. You can ah, use okay. it for the album. Okay. You know what I mean? Because I, you know, I wanted him to blow up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whatever it was going to take for him to blow up, I was behind him at 100% for him to do his thing, too. You know, we got to use that. You use it, too. You know okay. what I mean? You want yeah, you... it, might as well use it, too. You know what uh, I'm saying? Like, yeah. shit, I mean, that's what happened. You know what so I mean? Let me, so let me keep it with the gaming, because um, you've done um, some more stuff. You did Midnight uh, Club 2. That's an 03. Right? Right. And then you did NBA Live Guys, I didn't do a song. I did the song on Midnight Club. I did one song on there featuring Night Guys. And mm-hmm. I also, then I wound up getting into scoring. Mm-hmm. I wound up getting into um, bigger jobs and scoring video games. And that's where NBA Live 08 comes in. I'm not, I'm not, I don't have a song on the game, but I mm-hmm. did score all the production on the game, the beats mm-hmm. that you hear on the game. Levels. And, and, and then wind up, uh, also wind up scoring for uh, UFC, mm-hmm. uh, um, Undisputed with Brock Lesnar on the cover. And um, I'm a big UFC fan, so that was, you know, I feel like I, you know, what I mean, Dana White need to holler at me if he needs some mm. beats, you know. What you're I mean? already, but you're dude, already coming out and fighting. Cause I, I'm into that, you know. what I mean, like that's 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 what DM I like him, I like DM them, DM them. Yeah, this is the yeah. age of Instagram. That's what that's what makes it so easy now. You already know, you know right. what I mean. You already know. So then, so that was in 01 with the with the um Grand Theft Auto three, and then boom in 2005, then you reuse it again with Sean, right? And then you do another joint with them called, um, what is it, Jail Shit? Yeah, I produced that. Yeah, yeah, I produced that. Yeah, with that. Rock yeah. on it. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. produced that. And, um, you know, that that made his first project. And then he wound up working with a lot of other producers after that. That You know, that, that first album was classic. It took off for him. Um, and um, yeah, you know, we you know, we 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 kept we kept recording um other records throughout, you know. I will, you know, feature him on my records and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. you know, he'll always be a legend, you know what I'm saying? Like in his own right, you know, for what he did, you know, period. And um, I think, you know, 
he uh you know he he's mm-hmm. a figure he's still celebrated in the hip hop community. You know what I mean? We gotta he's here or not. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like people mm-hmm. still celebrate him and it's good to have, you know, work with cats like that. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I, I didn't realize, you know, growing up with him would lead into us becoming, you know, hip hop legends, you know, and putting mm-hmm. out putting out, you know, mark on hip hop itself. You know what I'm saying? I was out, I, I didn't see that as a dream coming when we were younger because I know him since we were kids and we would trade Coleco cartridges, you know, you you know, you never imagined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so talk to me about your um in 2005, four-ish, six-ish, seven-ish. You talk to me about your 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 diplomat affiliation. Well people knew at that time what I was doing. Um my name was out, you know, pretty much you know, concrete already at this point. And, you know, I was living in the Bronx and I met a friend of mine who introduced me to a guy named Shice Bubs. And me and Shice met through a friend of mine named D. Doubler, who's no longer here. And um, we basically, you know, you know, got to know each other. I didn't really expect nothing of it. It was like more of a like, you know, what up, what up, yo, you cool with my man? I, right, yo, mm-hmm. you know, people, you know, shoot the breeze, kick it out. You know, I used to go to Harlem a lot. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, they heard my music one day. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, son, nice. You know what I mean? And he's mm-hmm. like, um, you know, well, what you be doing kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And I was just yeah. like, yo, you know, you know what I mean? I'm just getting money, man. Whatever. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. I trying to get it. You, know you need I mean? me on your team? Basically, you need me on your team to take you to the championship? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That <laughs> one part. Of those. Right, 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 right. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you know okay. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, so what do you, you start know, doing with that? I wanted to be in that. I wanted to be in another situation with that. Okay. And like you said, and um, I met Uncasa through Shice Bub. We wound up connecting and getting in the studio and recording songs. After a year, we got to know each other, and then things started to, you know, we made mixtapes first with diplomats, and then they would sell them on 145th Street. So I would be on a few songs. I wound up on a diplomat um, volume of four, five, I I believe, and the the song was Keeping It Gangster. And then people, you know, that song wound up taking off on mm-hmm. the, the Diplomat Volume 5. So I was like, all right, I'm part of this now. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I'm not part of Dipset, though. I'm mm-hmm. I'm affiliated with them because yep. I'm dealing mm-hmm. with Verbal City. But then, yeah. you know what I mean? Whoop, whoop, whoop. Things, you know, start blowing up. We start making noise. Purple City start making noise amongst Dipset. And then a guy named Chuck Wilson and... uh. You know, Chris Lange, reached out to me. And he was like, yo, what up? What, y- what can I bring us? And I spoke to Shice, and then Shice wound up being in the whole situation to get to Wells to get on a couple of songs on our mixtape. And then we wound up getting a deal with, uh, you know, we just wound up blowing after that, wound up mm-hmm. independently blowing, not majorly, but independently selling over 100,000 mixtapes in Harlem. And then wound up getting a deal on Couch. Mm-hmm. Koch wanted mm-hmm. to sign me. Aaron, Aaron Glumbach wanted to sign me directly. But what happened was, he, you know, Chuck and I had songs with Purple City in them already. So we wound up doing that album. And then, then they gave me a solo deal 
Mm -hmm. the independent deal on baby grand to put out you already know and then i let did me, my solo shit let me ask you a you a lot of the deals you're getting from time to time they're they're as an mc you've never were you ever approached as um a producer like for instance you know puff had Hitman and all that. Were you oh, ever yeah, supposed yeah, to come yeah, under yeah. anybody's? Okay. You know, Dre got all his crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was approached by Puff uh, early, late 90s. And uh, this is when Big, you know, I, I, Big was asking me to give him beats. You know what I mean? Biggie Smalls, like Notorious Big. Okay. And um, Chris was asking me to hit him with beats. So I hit him with some shit. And beat, I hit him with, you know, Chris loved it a lot. And then um wound up, you know, Puff wound up getting hip to it. But uh, you know, he wanted to sign me to Bad Boy, uh okay. Hitman. Okay. And, you know, production. Okay. And then wind up the contract, you know, my lawyer didn't like it. Mm. They weren't trying to negotiate. Mm. So we didn't we didn't we didn't rock with the offer, but that's still my man, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's just business. I got yeah. you. Okay, so you were in one of those because I'm saying anybody who's ever heard your beats would think, yo, I need to, you know, lock this guy down. You know what I mean? Or well, at least know, let him. I mean, you know, now, you know, I'm dealing with new management. You know, I believe that okay. it's all politics when you're dealing okay. with management and you need representation to get you that good, solid foundation when, you know, the, the, the producer's getting paid. He's not, you know, you know what I mean? He's yeah. Not just, he's not just touching the machine for, you know, for, you know, a playground moment, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, you know, you need that right management. Yeah. And a lot of, and, and some of the times, like, I would get a lot of, you know, I would deal with the artist direct, you know, because it would beat me to the punch to get the beat to the artist. If the artist liked the beat, then, you know, I ain't got to go mm -hmm. through all of that red mm -hmm. tape, the label okay. red tape and all that. But then, you know, you still have to, you know, maintain that, you know, source of business and that source of code with your management and stuff like that. So I learned yeah. the hard way. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then let's take it to, I just wanted to check in yeah, because like I said, anybody who ever heard you, I think they would be out their mind if they didn't want to offer you something, you know what I mean? But um, that was news to me. So let's take it to 2006, then you link up with Remy, right? And then you do, uh, that's her first album? Something well, there's something that, about before, Remy? before that I did I, I before that I were I how that happened was that I was you know this is a true story. Talk right? to me. I was working with a dude named Scram Jones, DJ Scram Jones, mm -hmm. right? And um he a producer, and we met through a spot named EO Dub. We became friends. And um I wound up, you know. You know, linking with him, we would make beats together at his spot, and um, I wound up, you know, making a beat with him one day that I didn't get credit for. That wound up on uh, Lloyd Banks' album, Work Magic. I helped make that beat. I actually made that beat. I just, you know, what I mean, and basically, we 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 all did a song to it. We made the shit together, but he wound up taking our vocals off and wound up giving it to um. Lloyd, Lloyd Banks, Lloyd Banks mm. bought it. Mm. So I was like, and he did it behind my back. I wound up getting the money. I wound mm. up getting all my gangster. Like, you ain't gonna do that to me, bro. Uh-uh. Mm -hmm. Give me my bread. Mm. You know what I mean? Got my mm. bread. You know, then he came back to me, yo, I'm sorry. I got another situation we can get bread on. And that was the Remy situation. Mm. Nice. So 
So he came back on an apology, like, I ain't mean to do that. I had to get some bread, whatever, whatever. Mm. You know what I mean? Woo, woo, mm. woo. I, we handled it. I got my bread from the um, Lloyd Banks work magic joint. Then I wanted to work in on the Remy joint with, with, with Scram. Mm. He's also credited on there, but that's my beat. But being that he had to connect, I had the to connect. give him credit. Ah, okay. So, you know, it, it's a part of the business, man. You already? Right. You already? It's a part of the business. You, you already. Know, even if you didn't make something, if a person got that connect and they feel strongly like they, they need to, be, you know, they, you, you know, they, and, and that's what they do, and they looking out for you is only right, you know. What I mean, and the and the song ends and the song ends up being called Lights Camera Action. Right. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. How was how was off work? A, that started off album some about Remy, right? Yeah, yeah. How was it working with Rem? How was it working with Rem in the studio? Well, you know. um, Basically, when I laid the joint, man, she was, you know, she was like, she's just an automatic type of female to, to like, when she hear party records. She on go. When, we, and when, I, when I made the beat, I was like, I, I know she's from the Bronx, and I, and I know what the Bronx sound like. Okay. So I, when I did that song, it was like I had the Bronx in my mind, because mm -hmm. she's so BX. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I, you know what I mean? Let me just put something together that you know, represents her and represents the BX and can match her flow. And I, I you know, it was a perfect fit. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. you know, I mean, I mean, I used to, I, I, I used to date chicks in the BXG, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I know how it is. <laughs> you know what too. I mean? Like, you know, I know how they get down. They, they, they ain't playing with a nigga, you know what I mean? Like that's how it is. Yeah, know? yeah. You know what I mean, you gotta, you gotta be on, you gotta be on alert with a joint. But like how Remy come, you know what I mean? Like I've been in the studio well, you know, a few times. So you know, man, she, you know, she, she's a, a, a talent. You know, she get busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True legend, true talent. She one of us. She a MC, MC. You heard? Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? She, she she's serious about that mic, that paperwork, that that pen game. Serious. So. Boom. So then um, I just want to jump ahead because you, you got so much that you've done. But the latest that project, if I'm not wrong, is the gods have arrived with my brother, my brother from another mother. Sadat X. Y'all did some some stuff, right? Y'all put it in. Oh, that's my latest collab project. I yeah, got yeah, other I got projects. It. Like, yeah, but but that's yeah. the latest collab that that I did with, uh, you know, major hip hop artists. I believe Sadat is a legend. And, you know, mm -hmm. we we known each other as well back to the early 90s and we wound up you know we've been doing joints with each other you know throughout the years and then we just mm. like man we might as well put an album together and then um he called me he had his daughter last mm. year i mean two years ago and then um we wound up like john you know his daughter being born we wound up getting the album done you mm. know and um you know wound up man like uh getting a deal with Fat Beats, the independent release, but they wound up making a lot of noise. And, um, you know, we just like, basically, um, you know, it was a good, I, I love that album, man. It just dropped so many jewels on it, you know, and- um, You did the whole thing? Yeah, I produced the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And um, mm -hmm. basically, um, he, you know, working with him, you know, he's a natural. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, he, he, to me, he, he, you know, he's Dave Chappelle of rap, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, like him and mm -hmm. Dave Chappelle, I don't know the way Dave talk, yeah. the way he rhymes, to me, is you know, he's like that type of, you know, voice, 
You know what I mean? When he say something, you know, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Nah, yeah, I've always loved the way his voice came across. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, so that, that, that always, that always has come with that real. You know, yeah. he, he, you know, he, he ain't about you know the, you know the um, dance around rap and none of that. The, the you know, his, his style is, yeah. just, you know, you gotta know what you, what you're doing when you're in the studio with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all gotta check that out. It's crazy. It's a crazy project. The guys have you already. Yo, hey, real quick before we wrap up, I know. So you've been doing you, and you've seen the change of production and and how the the new kids are doing their beats. Have you adapted, or how's your how's your feel? What are you working on? You know, what's your weapon of choice now? How do you get down? Well, um, you know, like uh, I. Right now, I, I like a Kai. You know, I'm. Mm. I like the 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 SP twelve hundred series mm. that Roland has put out. The mm. SP four four MK two. I have on the way. I, you know, I, I stick with you know, you know, Logic. You know, now you know, you know this joint right here. You know, it's the MPC one. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm. It's a standalone mm. version of the MPC uh, program that works in a logic and everything so i use that now mm, mm. and um you know i i i you know just kind of experimenting with different you know stuff and um different synthesizers and a lot of stuff like that that i'm using you know to build the uh, sounds now playing out a lot of you know material and um you know mm. not more sampling based but still sounds like i sample something because i'm you know i'm utilizing the filters more i'm utilizing more uh arrangements to, to make it you know to make it more make it more mm -hmm. uh presentable now not just a monotonous loop you know yeah kind yeah, of yeah arranging you it don't you don't sample you know why is it because I we got to pay out but, or you I still do sample, but then i don't you know sink my talents into always sampling you know what i mean mm -hmm. i believe like you know once i can you know you know, get the right uh key, and I'm playing it the way I, I know, or I could pitch it different. I'm mm. dealing with like you know, morphing, and and making something that you know sounds like something that I could arrange more properly, rather than one loop that I would have to like chop up and then, you know, it, 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 it's yeah. always a high science. You like you I a said. mad scientist. You a mad scientist. Yeah. Hey, real quick, do you uh? Um, you do you have a, a a beat album? You know what I'm saying? That, yeah, that's... I do. I, I do have a beat album. Um, Agalar Instrumentals Volume One is on my website www.agalar.bandcamp.com. You can go purchase it there. There's some on uh, YouTube, I believe. Okay. Uh, and I also have um a, a Volume Two video game beats and um stuff like that that i put out um it was like all cartoon based off all cartoon beats and stuff like that well, i gotta go check these beats out man <laughs> yeah, i'll send you links to them you know what i mean yeah 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 because i think you one of them dudes that um people need to hear your work you know forget the rhyming i'm talking about the beats because you one of these dudes that once you hear Aguilar's beats, it's gonna change your. You're gonna want to write something to these beats. You know what I'm saying? It's one yeah, of these oh, dudes. Oh, oh, more, you know, more, more, more than definitely, we, you know, we we can land a soundscape for any artist. You know what I mean? Yeah, we, yeah. We, we, we there. Before I go, let you go. A production wise, who are some of the producers? I know a lot of people like Premier, Pete Rock. Who are some of the 
producers that you were looking up to or inspired you? Molly Ma, mm. uh, you know, definitely Molly. I believe Molly is one of the, you know, I mean, one of the best, uh, you know, um, the choppers of hip hop that invented chopping that took it to another level at that time. Mm. And um, ghost drumming underneath, uh, you know, chopping loops, you know, he, he definitely was a pioneer, definitely will be, I mean, excuse me, is a pioneer. Mm. And I, I believe, you know, other cats, there's other cats that, uh, you know, that I would say that, um, oh, Hitman Howie T. Yeah. Mm. Hitman Howie T. A lot of people don't give him the credit he deserves. That man, you know, Special Ed, Chub Rock, all them albums right there, you know what mm. I'm saying? Like, mm. I looked up to him as well, because those mm. albums had bangers and hits on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? He had Hitman yeah. in front of his name. How he, he was making hits. <laughs> yeah. right. He, le he letting you know. You know, know. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I got it made, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. all them joints, you know, I I, I looked up to him. Um, a lot of other producers, man, you know, I wish I could name them off Rip, but, um, yeah, you know, you know, I would say Large Professor, you know what mm. I mean? And he mm. was definitely one of those dudes. Uh, um, Ultra Magnetic, you know, uh, Cool Keep and Set G, you know, and TR Love, and them, I, I, I love their beats. When you, Are you um, one of those, are you one of those producers when you get an album, were you one of those checking who did the, who did the joints? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm always okay. into that reading credits. I mean, you know, that's what we was into back then. Yeah, you know, yeah. Going on the yeah. back of the album, who did this beat? If we wanted okay. to go, you know, know who did a beat, I mean, you know, you would yeah. have to go back on that back of that album. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it, it is, you know, a couple other producers, you know, Beat Nuts, you know what I mean? They they definitely, you know, Psycho Lesson, um, Juju, they definitely, you know what I'm saying? Mm. One some of the long time running cats from New York, I feel like, you know, made a lot of dope, dope beats. You okay. know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. And, um, I, okay. I, I just was, you know, around a lot of circles, man, that were production circles, dudes knew that I had heat. I was making a lot of heat back then. Yeah. Um, And just had to be, be around that community of it. You know, you yeah, gotta be yeah. around the community of it to love it, you know, and understand it. And, I feel like, you know, the early pioneers, though, you know, man, like, you know, even with um, Jazzy J, you know what I'm saying? Like okay. Jazzy J from the Bronx. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like okay. Diamond D. Yeah. You know what I mean, I, I worked with Diamond D on my first album. You know, I respect Diamond D a lot. You know, I feel yeah. like he, he, uh, he he bought he bought a a, a a lot you know with digging yeah. in the crates that digging in the crates group. Yeah, so I'm actually, it's a few. I'm actually um interviewing Diamond D soon. So yeah, he's definitely OG with Shout that. Shout to him. Yeah, Shout to that him. first That's album. My guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm on his next album as well, Rhyming. Okay. Yeah, I'm on his next okay. album. You know, Rhyming. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing that when it drops. Okay, so so before we wrap it up, though, is there anything you want to tell us what you're working on now? Tell the world, production-wise, MC-wise, what you got going on? Well, before you go, I don't know if you know, but I also worked on this for Ghostface Killer. I don't know if you heard this. What's but, that? Uh, this is called the um, Ghost Files propane mm. tape. Okay. The propane tape uh, right there, you know what I mean? The Ghost okay. Files propane tape. You see that? Okay. 
Yeah, I see it. Yeah, I don't know if you heard that, but these are his remixes that I did uh, about two years ago. You know what I mean? It's out on his website. You can check that out. You know what I'm saying? Mm, um, okay. Um, and um, I mean, you know, but as far as my, what I'm doing, my next project is called The Year of the Tiger, which we are okay. in right now. And, um, okay. you know, so far I got uh, Fashawn on there, who signed the Nas. I got uh, Inspector Deck, um, Cuban Link. I got, uh, who else? Um, my man Jackpot. I got Great God on there. Is it so, a is it is it is it like a um Khaled thing? Where it's your album. It's, yeah, but are you just doing the, the beats and having other people? Um, you're rhyming on it too. Yeah, yeah. I got one. Okay. I got one outside production on there from a dude called um, um Nicholas Craven who did Ransom's latest project. So I'm, I'm you know he's from uh, Montreal. Dude, dope. You got dope production. Yo, hey, I need you to do one of those Khaled type albums, though, man. Just yeah, I'm gonna do you it. doing I'm, all the beats. I'm gonna do. You, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do. Yeah, it. son. I'm, I'm stop playing. Now. Yeah, stop playing. We're looking. We're looking at doing a um compilation soon. And, yeah, um, man. Yeah, I'm building that. So I'm gonna yeah. ask you. I'm actually ask you. And I'm, I'm over. That's done. Everyone. That's done. That's yeah, done. That's yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need y'all. I need y'all on that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I just seen Primo linked up with um two chains. He rhyming over a Primo beat. I'm talking, do all of that. Hey, you understand? You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, about, I'm about to tap <laughs> yeah. in. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm tap ready. I'm serious. already tapping in. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, you one of you one of the dangerous ones that these people need to know about, man. You heard? No, nah, I, I appreciate the time with you. Yeah, you know the history, letting people know. You know what I mean? It, it, you know, we 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 definitely got things in plan in this store. You um, already. You know, shout out to my man, my homie DJ Scribble, who uh, you know, right now we working, you know, close knit on this project right now. This year, the Tiger Project. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be something. You know what I mean? All right. And, all um, right. I got, I, you know, you, you know, I, I definitely need to get you on something. That's what I need. I need. You already know. After this interview, I gotta call. You already know me and Scoob on deck. That Das Aguilar reunion. You heard? You already yeah, yeah, know. Yeah, we need that. We need that. You already know. You already know. I think we did it. I think we got another one. A in the cam. My brother Aguilar, super producer. Thanks for stopping Thank through, you. young. You already know. Check them out. Aguilar, Swagalar, Dom Bishop. Yo, hey, where all the names come from? Why all these names before I let you go? Well, you know, man, um, I'm just saying, man, you got to stay reinventing yourself, baby. You can't, okay. you know what I mean? You, okay. you know what I mean? You, you, that's what we do. You know what I mean? Okay. I, the ideas keep coming. You know what I mean? Okay. So I can't let I can't let them stagnate. You know what I mean? You're already. You're already. You're already. Another one with my brother, Aguilar, Adolf the Assassin. So listen, this is normally where we end the podcast, but if you've made it this far, you already know I'm rocking with you. You're rocking with me. I got a couple of bonus questions for my brother, Ag, because we go back that far. So first one is, yo, hey, did you watch the verses between us? Uh, not even us, but Karis, One, and Kane? Yeah, What'd yeah, you think about I, I that? watched it. I watched it. Yeah, yeah, I, was, yeah. I, was, I, was, I was actually uh, texting Kane all day. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got jokes, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, yeah, you know, um, yeah, I watched it. I watched yeah, it. It was, yeah. it was a phenomenal thing. Yeah, phenomenal yeah. On both, on both. Was guys. you surprised when you saw us come out there? <laughs> um, man, I was like, man, this is about to get crazy right now. When y'all <laughs> came out, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really understand what was going on at this point because I was like, 
it was just so much pandemonium when y'all came out. I was like, oh, here we go. It's crazy. Yeah. And, and, and you know, um, it was it was it was a moment, you know what I mean? Because I, you know, I I, I know you team KRS. I'm team Kane, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I, I, yeah. I, I gotta stick with my man. I guess, yeah. you know what I mean? That's my yeah. guy. Even though I love KRS, they both brothers. We all brothers, but yeah. That night I was team Kane, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. Like, I, 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 I was like, oh my god, they go my fan right there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was crazy for me too. I was chilling, minding my business, and all of a sudden, my phone rang. My phone rang, and it was Chris. He was like, "Yo, Drazy, you ready?" I'm like, "Whoa, I think I know what you talk about." So yeah, that was crazy for me too. So on another one, I got another one for you. Um, you worked with a lot of the greats, man. Like you worked with Pun, Chris, Kane. Who's in your top five MCs? Oh man, that's you know you worked with Sean Price. My top five, um, definitely, um, uh, um, I would say uh, it's a tie. The number one, the tie between Rakim and Kane um, for mm. one. Mm. It's like three runners up for one. Rakim, Kane, KRS, Coogee Rap, that's four. Mm -hmm. And then the last dude. I if mean, this is like Mount my Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. Yeah, this is my Mount Rushmore five. The last dude, um, I'm gonna give it to you right now is um, Brother J. Mm, okay, X Clan. Yeah, yeah, I believe Brother J was like, like lyrically was like just as good as Rock Kim, but on a yeah. different level. I felt yeah. like he, <laughs> okay, he had that he had that pen. You know what I mean? And, okay. And, and, you know, he was like, I, I believe one of the dopest. And then, you know, I, I, I do got favorites though. Like I, Special Ed was one of my favorite MCs. You know what I mean? Mm, I like mm, Special Ed. Mm, you know me I mean? too. I grew up mm. Listening to Ed Rom. You know what I mean? Mm. I like the way Ed used to rom. Like, you know what I mean? And then, you know, you know, East Flatbush Project. I don't know if you ever heard this song called K by 12, rather be K by six. You know mm. what I mean? And it was mm. like this joint, it was like a single. But I, I was really into underground hip hop a lot. I would listen to a lot of dopeness from around the area, local stuff. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know what I mean? People would probably know about, but it was, it was local, but it was dope. But you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. For me, for me, I know what you mean by, um, cause I'm a big Daddy Kane fan. So it was Kane. And then once I heard um, Ed, a lot of their rhymes, the way they wrote, you know, was very similar. You know, that's yeah, a whole nother yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A lot of, because the words, it matters where you place these words on the paper. And Ed, yeah, was definitely a special dude. You know what I mean? Yo, hey, what do you think about, what do you think about um today's MCs, you know, with the singy, songy thing, you know, more melodic, drug rap, you know, doing the drugs? Yeah, I'm not really into that. Um, but but at the end of the day, I understand what these the youth are mm -hmm. trying to re call out. Really, you know, because you know it, it is a it, it is how they communicate now. You know what I mean? Like it is a lot of violence in a lot of the youth music today because his violence going on in the in these communities, and that's all they know. You know what I mean? That's you know, mm -hmm. like when you hear gang gang and all that. 
really it's like, you know, really it ain't about the song. It's really about, yo, this is my hood. You come, yeah. you talking anything, you ain't from here. You're going to you get, get your head knocked off. You're gonna it get ain't your head music once you're doing that. To yeah, me, yeah. it is about, you know, you know, mm. it, 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 it's a communication thing. And mm. I, you know, I understand it. You know what I mean? It's like the way they identify now, you mm. know, I, I, you know, I, I just try to, you know, when I, you know, understand things, like I said, this is high science. So mm. when you're doing music, you know, you're not always meant to, you know, go so deep delve into that state of being this real cat that you always got to present your persona on the, 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 the board, you know, you making music, you know, we mm. You know, my, you know, you can't shoot me through the TV. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? When you see mm-hmm. the video, but that's what happens when, you know, rest in peace, young Dolph. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the problem with the music now, the frequency. And that music is allowing people to do these things and these acts, I feel. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know when I'm listening to some, you know what I mean? When I'm listening to, you know, certain music, it puts you in a mood. You know what I mean? It, that, it do. That's deep what you said because I, you cleared it up for me. They're not reporting on the violence and the gangs going on around them. They're actually telling the ops. They're talking to each other. You know what I'm saying? They just right, happen right, to be doing right, it right, on. Right, yeah, right, 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 yeah, right, yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah. It, it, it basically, you know, like, it, it, you know, some of the music is good. I ain't going to lie. I mean, yeah. I, I listen to some future sometimes. Like, I, I you know, I, some, sometimes I listen to some Drake. You know, I, you know, it's not really, you know, I don't have like a, I'm like, I'm open-minded to a lot of what's going on because, you know, you know, society, you know, always tends to follow the trend mm-hmm. and, you know, you want to, and I, I, I'm, I'm not a follower. I like to be a leader. I like mm-hmm. to start something different, you know, start something new, start creating mm-hmm. things that I feel that I know that's going to take you know, my originality to the next level, you know what I mean? Because it's nothing like what I'm, nobody else sounding like what I'm doing. Yeah. But then again, I'm going to make a song with Drake. I will get with Drake and make a song, but I'm going to add my flavor to it. You know what I mean? I'm going to always bring my my flavor to everything, you know what I mean? And, and mm-hmm. also improvise. Yeah, that might happen. You know what I mean? I would love to hear Drake over an ag beat. You know what I mean? Yo, happen. Drake, holla at my man, Drizzy. You already know. Shout out to him. You're already. So that's all I have for y'all. A couple of bonus questions on the producers podcast with my brother from another mother, Aguilar, the assassin. Hey, yo, hey, you already. One love. Peace. Thanks for joining me on today's episode of the producers podcast produced by my guys, Raj and Vic at the creative content agency. It couldn't do it without a big shout out to them. If you like what you heard today, please share it with everybody that likes to hear about these kind of stories behind the beach with these amazing producers. Also, if you happen to be listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star rate and review. Also for the crew over at Spotify, you know what I mean? Please do what you do over there. Listen, Follow me at my social site, you know what I mean? At Crazy Drazy. That's K-R-A-Z-Y-D-R-A-Y-Z. Leave me some messages. Leave me some questions. Leave me some ideas. You know I'm going to holler back at you because that's just what we do at the Producers Podcast. Hey, yo, once again, thanks for tuning in. See you next time. Peace.